Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing on this historic episode? Historic, you say? Well, on this week's show, humans helping humans, Ryan, even through the worst of times. And Scientology. Not only the demon under your bed, but now their leader is missing. More on that later. David Miscavige? He is missing, Ryan. We miss you, buddy. No, we don't. <laughs> on this week's show, 150, can you believe it? And maybe people on the internet are bad. <laughs> we'll look into that and more on this week's episode. I'm really selfish. Tyler. Well, you can be. I sure. Don't embody selfishness. Right. I I have a lot of selfish traits, Tyler. Mm. What is your initial response to that statement? I think ev almost everybody is to some degree or another. And I think because of our upbringing and our parents wanting to give us the world, we grew a little entitled. Sure. So it's certainly natural for somebody, for people in our position. I find myself, uh, with with so many things, I think that I'm very uh, giving. When it comes to food, even money, I am not weird about all of these different things. What I am so selfish with is my time. Mm. I always want to do what I want to do. How do I fix that? I mean, that's <laughs> why I call it what I want to do, because I want to do it, Tyler. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, I... It's, I mean, you've done things that you don't want to do in the past. I've sure. seen you help people move and, and go out of your way to take people places, you yeah. know, other arbitrary examples. But I'm just <laughs> other things that people do in movies when they're being <laughs> nice. Well, I just think that I have this natural reaction to just be selfish, and then I talk myself off of it. But the problem is my actual emotions have already betrayed me. People can see it on my face. I wear my emotions on my sleeve, which is a weird thing saying mm -hmm. what the mm -hmm. hell does that even mean i don't know yeah it's where would you wear them when a woman wears too much makeup and she hugs you kind of a thing weird example <laughs> i'm wearing her emotions on my sleeve thank goodness she was smiling mm -hmm. so my problem is is that you have already seen cross my face i don't want to do this shit for you i don't want to even if i do it begrudgingly mm -hmm. i as I mentioned on the pregame, which is 30 seconds after the show, where Tyler and I warm up for the show. Check it out. It is terrible. This is a weird one today. <laughs> and this is going to be a weird show, so strap it on. Go on. <laughs> what? I, I was sequestered and brought to the zoo this week. And I wasn't prepared to go. And I threw an internal tantrum. Mm -hmm. And Nicole... Totally saw it and totally noticed it. And I, have you ever been mad and you don't want to be mad? Do you yeah, know? Of do, course. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I know that I'm being a dick right now mm -hmm. and I can't help it. How do you get rid of that? Fix me, Tyler. You have to communicate. You have to let it out by verbalizing it, Ryan. But my problem is I have such an internal battle of, is this even reasonable? Am I being a piece of shit right now? But whether you are or you are not is not the 
is not the point. As long as you're treating the other person with respect, you have to give voice to that. And no the only dice, way, Tyler. Oh, well, then I gotta be shut na- me down. I, I got to be me. I got to be nasty. If I'm going to tell you, I want to tell right, you. This right here is where I'm going to battle you With a on. bullet right to the top. I'm, okay, you've taken this to another level. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> He's backing out of the room, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you have to verbalize it. And you can even say, I'm being ridiculous yeah. right now, but I feel these feelings. Guys, if you feel the feelings, it's... Anytime you feel an emotion, that emotion is valid. Why? Because you're fucking feeling it. That's good. So you can pretend that you're not feeling it, but it's only going to make the feeling worse. And and I think, I mean, that's great advice. And, and again, to go back to that conflict of I'm fighting with myself because I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be the type of guy that can't just go, you know, hey, you want to go spend the time at the zoo with your family? Whom I love. I ended up having a great time. Mm-hmm. But I threw a nice little internal 40-minute tantrum and 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 she asked me about it and i talked about it much like you are describing but also i was battling myself on is this appropriate and it it wasn't why just because well you're right i'm phrasing that the wrong way the internal conflict i think is arising not from you having those emotions as a matter of fact i know not from you having those emotions but because you keep telling yourself that you shouldn't feel that way yeah it's bullshit yeah i just want to be the guy that you know is, is free to help people out at the drop of a hat. I'm just not that guy. You and the guy I mean? becomes that way by acknowledging that how he feels in the moment. Well, good luck to that guy. My <laughs> name is Ryan. My name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I feel like I won that. <laughs> I think he did. What the hell is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 150, session 150. Tyler. Wow, congratulations. That's for us, baby. Oh, man, that feels good. We done did it. We made it this far, and uh, I think like Insane Clown Posse, I think we have to kill ourselves now. Do we have that right? Insane Cloud Posse killed themselves? I think that there was some sort of thing at the very beginning. I, I, we can review. Definitely we can review. Said, uh, we will interview their ghosts. Where they said we're going to make six albums and then kill ourselves. I think I have that right. We can review. It seems responsible. Or <laughs> go team. I got to hear how this album ends. <laughs> Tyler, uh, this week, every other week, what do they call that? Bi-weekly? Bi-weekly, I believe. Okay. Every other week, you do a segment called GBI. The good, the bad, and the interesting. And I'm afraid that I'm about to do a get in that steps on your toes. So I well, really Let's hope find not. out. Yeah. So with that being said, Tyler, I need for you to get into this hot air balloon. Jesus. Yeah. The flames are close. Yeah. You're a little bit taller than they recommend. Does Uh, anyone smell burning hair? (laughs) Because, Tyler, we are going to Romania. Romania. We're going to Romania. Do you know why? I do know why, and you're not stepping on my dick by talking about this story. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We're getting a little low. Mm. Ah, Sorry. 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 We're going to be talking about Andrew Tate. What? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Do you you know who Andrew Tate is? Unfortunately. I believe they call his followers taters. Do I have that correct? (laughs) I can't imagine that's true, but God, do I hope it is. Boy, is he missing out on a real marketing opportunity. Um, And their kids could be called tater Tater tots. Tyler, get your own jokes. Uh, 
Um, so we are going, I, I know of this guy. I think my 14 year old son showed me some of his stuff yeah. like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Describe to the listeners who Andrew Tate is. Well, just so I'm clear, your 14 year old son didn't show that to you in, in a, oh, look, look how cool this guy is kind of thing. Did he? In, in like a David Miscavige kind of like. This guy just gets it. You know what I mean? This guy just gets it. It's like the gospel on YouTube. John who? I don't know who you're talking about. Who's John? <laughs> it, it, Jing, uh, Jingleheimer? Now I'm genuinely worried. He didn't show it no. to you. Oh, My son is a sweet man, Thank and goodness. he has a deep respect for women. Good. His mom is a woman. Really? Now, wow. uh, now, come on. You haven't described him yet. Good for him. For everybody out there who's not a tater... <laughs> And I'm going to ride this thing into the ground. God, it's working. Sure. Well, well, Andrew Tate is basically kind of like the spokesman, the, the, the head of incels, where he promotes toxic masculinity. He promotes putting women down. He promotes violence to women. I mean, it's... it's Does he promote violence to women? Well, well, verbal violence. I don't know if he's ever said anything along oh, okay. the lines of beat women up, but now he's... Well, I know you're about to get into the story, well, but he's been arrested for some really horrible, <sighs> horrible things. Maybe people on the internet are bad, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. When somebody tells you who they are, listen. So this guy... Um, when, when, when RJ showed some of his videos to me, my natural instinct was, and, and I feel this way about a lot of people, as a matter of fact, you and I show small signs of this. Mm. Is this guy just doing this for clicks? There can't really be somebody out there who truly believes this, could there? I mean, there's some pretty wild beliefs out there. And I wonder if it's a case of somebody who found his niche and then just started going at it so hard that he became that person like how johnny depp became like uh a pirate captain jack sparrow <laughs> sure. dude you cannot drink rum in here sir it is 10 a.m <laughs> this is a dentist's office <laughs> so um he has tweeted things like women can't drive if that upsets geeks like you i don't give a fuck that's what i say if it upsets people tough that's my personal experience you're gonna have to get the fuck over it i mean that's witty repartee that you're just not gonna get anywhere tyler <laughs> I mean, what? You're just a hater. Well, I have noticed. Yeah, you're, you're a, a tater hater. I have noticed with people who feel the need, and I, I'm guessing on this, but I'm going to go ahead and feel pretty confident as I say this. People like him who feel the need to promote the fact that they are an alpha male. Sure. It's not something that alpha males do. They don't need to tell you they're the alpha sure. male. They just are. Yeah, you just notice it in a in a primal way. Yeah. Now, he used to be a kickboxer. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he'd kick our ass. Oh, sure. But I don't know if that sure. makes you an alpha male. I was going to say, I mean, it doesn't take much. I bet you one of his tater tots could even beat <laughs> me up. <laughs> that kid is hateful. <laughs> I am just going to leave if that's okay with you. And he also, I, I looked up some of his controversial stuff, mm -hmm. um, but he talks about why he lives in Romania. He wrote, I like Eastern Europe as a whole because corruption is far more accessible. Basically, he's saying in America, in London, you know, the world is run by corporations and greed mm. and corruption. And I tend to see eye to eye uh, uh, with him on that. I agree with that. But the, where he continues and we stop is basically I want to do illegal shit yeah. and get away with it. Well, again... That seems to me like a drug dealer putting his new Ferrari online. If you're doing illegal shit, my, if I had read this a week and a half ago, I'd be like, the fuck? this guy's a TikTok guy. Like, mm -hmm. what, what is he talking about? Turns out, Tyler, that this guy, Andrew Tate, you know Andrew Tate? I do, I do. He's dead. 
No. No, I'm just kidding. He's not. He was arrested in Romania for human trafficking, which means what? Uh, what does human trafficking mean? I hear that all the time. It's all the rage. Man, I, it, it does seem to be popular Tell me these I'm days. wrong. Tell me but, I'm wrong. But it's just, it's, it's illegally, I believe, and we can review illegally transporting people and, and using them as a business, as a, as a commodity. Right. So this guy, again, if you had asked me a week and a half ago, I'd be like, I don't believe that that stuff is real. I think that this guy has found his niche, like you said, and there are enough. Uh, we try not to be judgmental on the show, but if you truly believe this stuff, I, I it's much like people who are racist. I think that you're just, uh, un, let's to be as nice as I can, uninformed. I think that you just haven't been taught properly. If you think that women are beneath you just on a primal level, then... What's the right way to put it, Tyler? Uneducated. You're uneducated. Uneducated. Sure, sure. And 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 I wonder what this guy's relationship is like with his mom and and which you know. p- which piece of her? Sure, sure. That nipple belt that he's wearing. Yeah. So and, and that's the thing. It's people who promote hatred. Yeah. Hatred of others. Which I'm sorry to do this to you, buddy. I'm really not. Uh, that's just hatred of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're right. And I, I know all roads lead to Rome on the show, mm-hmm. and it all comes back to your relationship with yourself, but... And your mom. And your mommy, especially yeah. your mommy. Yeah, give her a yeah. hug. Uh, not too tight, though. So, um, I just think that this is super interesting, and you know how he got caught by getting into the whole thing with Greta Thunberg. Thunberg, I believe. Thun- Thun- Thunberg. Thunberg. Not sure um, why you're saying it like it that. It sounds like a like a, a, a Finnish metal band, right? Thunberg. That's actually not bad. Right? I That's not be, bad. Yeah, sure. They, they, sure. They, they shred Tyler. <laughs> and so he, of course, I mean, he he gets into this thing about how all of his, you know, very expensive cars give out huge emissions and that's, blah, blah, blah. That's weird. So he, yeah. E- even within the realm of ignorance and, Tyler, and, and all of it. It should be father nature. <laughs> And you know it. It's super weird. Mother nature is a bitch. <laughs> like you have yeah. to talk about all of your cars and it's like, and, and what ha- are you doing? And how they're destroying the, the environment. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, a lot of people want to show off their nice cars. It's about how it's destroying the world that's falling apart. Mm. And he's proud of it. And that's where I see the clickbait troll kind of coming in. Like mm. who would actually do that? Yeah. Somebody who is working a niche. And uh, it seems that it's not a niche. It's he's really just a bad fucking dude. I, yeah. Or excuse me, Andrew Tate. We miss you, but we we would like for you to stop doing what you're doing. We don't miss you. I, we don't miss you. If, if I were to say right now, you could push uh, you could push this button, and and it would make him. Oh, a, I've never heard that one. Before. That was a new that was a nice one. one. Thank you, Cat. If if you could push a button and this guy would not feel this way anymore and live a happy, productive life, you wouldn't push it? Absolutely. That's what, what does I'm it saying? have to do with we miss you? Yeah, I just, I'm, it's a callback, Tyler, from earlier in the show. You know what I mean? Miss you, buddy. I, Love you lots. I am going to strangle you like you, he did probably to his mother, when, allegedly. When Tyler strangles me, it makes me happy. And we do the Depression Index. I'm sad. In that case, we would also do the depression index. Good point. No one cares. You what don't the know depression what the index is? Well, is a machine that I built with Andrew Tate, and then arrested him. And I didn't. I didn't build it with him. I built it on my own. And we crank it up to let you know how down we. What, what do you want me to do, Tyler? You it's, want me to send him to hell? What do you want? I. I you I, could just say, "Hey, we hope he reforms. We hope he changes the type of person that he is." Okay. We don't fucking miss okay. him. All of those things. I. I'm saying what you're saying. It's a weird hill you keep wanting to die on miss you buddy <laughs> <laughs> all right so go ahead tyler 
for my depression index, it is the man I'm staring at in the face. I'm becoming a tater slowly. <laughs> just, just for the name, I'm considering it. Uh, for my depression index, oh man, you know what? And I didn't write one down, so I'm gonna just go ahead and go with the theme of hatred. Hatred is something that I used to say all the time and still struggle with to this day. I hate that. Yeah. Or I hate this. I hate and doing this, yeah. About the most innocuous thing in the sure. world, you know? I sure. just get some food that isn't up to par or whatever. Oh, I hate this. Yeah. What the fuck? You're literally, I am literally going to the extreme of emotion to define these tiny little things. A minor inconvenience. Throughout my day. So, and once you're there, where do you go from there? So if you, de if you describe every object in your life through the prism of not just hatred, but on the other end of that. I love this. Oh, you love this? You said I love about 50 different things today. Where do you go from love? What I, do you tell your husband? I don't think that's as bad. And the reason why I say that is because when you say the hate thing, what comes to my mind is you're priming your mind. You are doing those thought patterns. You're deepening that canal in your brain that that is your go-to. Mm -hmm. If you love stuff and you're feeling love, I don't think that that's as bad. I do understand the point that you're making. Th that is an excellent point that you're making. I am just talking about how I, and for anybody who this resonates with, was so willing or or just I had uh, programmed myself to go between extremes of emotion. Sure. Either I hate this or I fucking love this. Yep. And now I'm trying to get more into the habit of if something's just okay. Oh, I like that. Yep. That's all right. Middle of the road is generally where I have found contentment. Yeah. And if you find love, speak that shit out. That's great. I love that, Ryan. Good I, point. I hate that when people love that. <laughs> Spin that uh, wheel, Tyler. This week, Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and say that I am at a four. Whoa. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Tyler, not so bad. No, it's not terrible. Not so bad. Not terrible. Um, I love that. I had some beautiful. I, I, I love that. For I you. had some beautiful experiences this week, so I'm I'm cherishing them, and I'm I'm riding high. I think I just heard a little Andrew Luck in there. <laughs> oh, I just want to say it's beautiful. I had some beautiful experiences. <laughs> Happy July. I hope people get that reference. And, and, and he was popular enough. Very quickly, your beautiful experiences were. Uh, just, I don't want to go into detail because they are, it's uh, information that I have with other people, but Kat, whom you just uh, mentioned, she and I had a conversation that just was, was beautiful face-to-face -face conversation hey, that just ended beautifully. And, uh, and it's something that I will cherish for, for a very long time to come. It's very lucky to have friends like that in your life, mm -hmm. Tyler. Agreed. I'm so lonely. That's just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> My loneliness at times can be beautiful. So, Tyler, I don't have anything written down either. I am in the middle of, I, you know what? I say the same thing every week. I, perhaps this is just a symptom of life. I'm in the middle of a whirlwind of emotions. There's a lot going on in my personal life. In my relationship, things have been a little dicey. I don't mean to come on here and, and uh, you know, of course, speak ill of anybody. It's just... Um, I have some real relationship issues, Tyler. You probably haven't noticed that about me. Uh, you've gotten much better over the Thank years you. where you, you were, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago is a lot different. Yeah. Uh, but I think just coming on here and saying you have a relationship where things right now are dicey is, first of all, definitely not coming on here and complaining about anybody. No, not at Second all. of all, I think anybody who's lived after a specific age... Dicey is totally understandable. People understand dicey yeah, relationships. Yeah, dicey. And the thing is here, and again, I don't want to speak too much. I, I, I really have trouble finding a tipping point on what I want to share sure. because I, I do, in some ways, as I'm sure you guys can tell, this is therapy. Like, I, I have always been uh, somebody who hides 
damn near every part of me, and not just from other people, but almost from myself. Oh, yeah. This idea of coming on here over the years that you and I have done this in learning to open up and be vulnerable and, and say things sometimes that I regret. Uh, <laughs> quite often. I was going to say, it sure. happens a lot. Sure. That'll, Thank you, editing. Yeah, I, I was about to bring up something that I've said that I don't want. <laughs> don't say it I again. I don't want on earth. It's more work for me. So nonetheless, <laughs> um, I've been handling it differently. And she and I have been having these deep conversations that aren't, you know, poison and aren't fighting. And, and we're working through it together. And, and what that means, I don't know. But what I can tell you is it's super painful. It's one of my biggest triggers is, is you know, um, offering myself to somebody and then them not, you know, whatever the point is, just that vulnerability of somebody with somebody. Mm -hmm. And also I know that I'm doing well. Like I, I'm, sure. I am feeling good about my progress, even in the middle of something really hard. And so what you described is awareness. I appreciate that very much. And thank you for being here for me. Thank, uh, you know, all those, uh, those guys you Tate uh, listeners out there for being there for me. <laughs> and uh, I, genuinely, I love being on the show and I love doing this with you. So this week, I am at a five, buddy. One, two, three, four, five. Do you happen to know what that means? What? I win depression index this week. Woo! Six Tyler. shooters in the air. Uh, Tyler, I don't have the sound effect. Sorry. Tyler, we are discussing our deep-seated neuroses. Mm -hmm. It is not a win or lose situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that being said, Tyler. Wow! Congratulations! <laughs> you won this round. <laughs> With all that being said, Tyler, and me just leaking confidence as I tell you, I, I, the thing is this, I'm in the middle of what I've kind of been most afraid of my whole life, and I'm holding it together. Mm -hmm. I'm not just living in the everything is going to be terrible in the future, which my brain goes to very naturally. Yeah, and that setting is to let go of all responsibility and just allow your life to crumble, crumble sure. around you. Yep. And well, and the problem is a lot of times while you're avoiding that because you don't want to go through that, your life is actually crumbling anyway because you're doing everything that you can to avoid it. But this is a comedy podcast, not a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, come get me. I don't want to stay here anymore. The counselors are mean. Uh, Tyler, hit me with. Is that a true story? <laughs> The guy changed in front of me once. Like what? Never mind. I don't want to what? talk about it. I mean, he wasn't much older than me, so I don't know if it was a crime. How much older? Forty-six. <laughs> Tyler, can we talk about this at a different time? I, I guess I'd prefer not to. I think I'm having a recalled memory. Let's, Tyler. Can you do Happy Death Day while I lie down on the floor here? Of course. Why did he do that? Why did you just do that to us? I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, we are listened to around the world, so I thought it would be callous, if not damn near insulting, to not do a happy death day for Pele. Sorry, Barbara Walters and Pope Benedict. They died? Both of them, yep. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is about Pele, Ryan. The guy that invented those eggs? Pele Ryan, <laughs> Pope Benedict Arnold. What a fuck! Uh, yes, Pele. He is the, uh, he's the goat. 
of, of soccer. Good recovery. Thank you. After that egg we thing. We will absolutely <laughs> cut that, Tyler. Uh, Pele, one of, and I'll do this only once, out of respect, football's best to ever do it. Sure. Uh, this is a sport that is literally played across the globe, and apparently the argument can be made that he is the best to ever do it. And I say apparently because I don't know jack shit about the sport. I don't know anything about Pele. I paid attention to this last World Cup, and I listened to some podcasts with people who are interested in sure. soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know the outer limits of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've never seen Pele play. Pele. No, no. <laughs> he was, that, was, that tickled me. Thank you. And, that, uh, and he was, you know, quote unquote, before our time. You know, he played when we were bibas. He was in the uh, 70s, I believe. I, I think he was still playing in the 80s, but, you know, at the tail end. You exactly. Know? So, and he's the only player in history. The how many thousands, I mean, really, if we're talking about amateur hour, the millions, if not billions of people to play this sport. And he is the only one in history to win three World Cups. I did not know that. Yeah, it's really, I mean, that's genuinely impressive. Well, and the thing that makes that so elusive is that it's every four years. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Super Bowl where you get to give it a shot every time. You know what I mean? And it's apparently really difficult to win. It is very difficult to win because not only is it such a game of chance. Like, I watched the way that the World Cup ended in, in this one. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, man. That was fun. So exciting. Puckered my buttle, and I don't even care about soccer. But you found yourself caring I about did. it there at the end. It, it was so dramatic. It was incredible. But it comes down to PKs, to what's that stand for? Practice kicks, uh, penalty kicks. And... You're just guessing. You're just throwing yourself to one side of the goal. You know what I mean? I I watched that, and for specific countries, and obviously one was France, and I wasn't going to think that, but, you know, I don't know what's going down in in Argentina. All I could think was, don't fuck this up embarrassingly. Because there are soccer players in the past who have fucked up on this grand of a scale, and they have died because of it. We can review. You hear about that all the time. I think there was a Colombian goalkeeper where the ball went through his legs, and I think they gave him the old Colombian necktie, Tyler. Week in review. Week in review. Oh, you don't want to use your legs? Well, now we'll just take them. (laughs) Colombian necktie, So, I'll stop doing that. I... And also, you're one of, I think, 11 out on the field. So you could be Pele, you could be Messi, you could be Ronaldo. You still got to count on 10 other people. So it is very random. And so he died at the age of 82. Pele, I mean, I I don't have any personal experience with this, but you very clearly touched, I mean, countless fucking lives. So uh, happy death day, my friend. Happy death day, Pele. Rest in power. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, and that, Ryan, is happy death day. Damn right it is. Let's you and I rest in power as well. We'll take a little break. We'll come back and uh, we'll get paylaid. I, I, Tyler, I don't, I don't know, man. God damn. Damn, dude. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So, what you need to do is read the books that I read. 
Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys two lovers forbidden from one another the war divides their people and a mountain divides them apart Build a path to be together. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. You hate. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel, through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. Yeah. Those guys you hate. Red circle. I just wait until all of my body hair gets way too long and just do it all in one shot. Mm-hmm. Just get in the shower, close the curtain, and just go top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Except for my uh, manscaping region. I do that more often. Sure. Nobody likes a hairy butthole, Tyler. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody out there Actually, who does. I'm guessing, there's got to be somebody out there I'm guessing there a does. lot of people probably like a hairy butthole, but I am not one again. of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I could I, go. I could go without it. I hate that. I could go without it. Sure. Um, Welcome back, ladies and hi, gentlemen. We're back, Tyler. Yeah, so so I've gone. I've gone the way of the short, the shorter shorts, mm-hmm. and uh, they're comfy, man. These are almost like yoga shorts. They're super sure. flexible, super nice. They have the the built in boxer brief, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, that's that's the end of it. Oh, I thought you were gonna hit a sound effect or something. I, I am gonna hit a sound. Effect. Ah. Let's do Weekly Book Nook. Book. Tyler, please describe what Weekly Book Nook is. Weekly Book Nook is a segment where Ryan and I get to uh, tell you something that we are watching, that we are reading, that we have seen or are playing, and we want to review it and tell you guys how much we love it or hate it. And it's uh, very rarely, rarely about a book and definitely isn't weekly. Do you have anything that falls into these parameters, Tyler? I do. What you got? Well, I am. I just started rewatching Doctor Who, Ryan. You heard of it? Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Are we going to do a who's on first uh, <laughs> not, bit? Not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are 13 seasons since it has come back. There have been about six different actors that have played the role. Wait a minute. You said yes. since it's come back. What do you mean by that? Because there was Doctor Who was originally back in the ooh, 60s. I, I want to say the 60s or sure. 70s. And and since it has come back in the early 2000s, there has been 13 seasons. So it stopped. For for decades. Oh, I did, that I did not. Oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it ne- stopped. It stopped for decades. I've never seen an episode, which I'm sure won't surprise you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, England's Quantum Leap. 
Never seen it. What? Never seen it. No, wait. Scott Bayo? Aren't you saying that you've never seen it either? Yeah, I have never seen either. <laughs> Michael used to love Quantum Leap. I thought it was boring as shit. <laughs> it was very popular back Bad. in the day. Uh, but Doctor no, Scott Who- Bakula, forgive me. Sorry about that, Scott Bayo. I would have just gone right along with it. I wasn't going to say you a know, word. You know I will not have that. <laughs> and it is a, a fantastic sci-fi uh, TV show. And I will tell anybody who's getting into it, and I have to remind myself that the very first episode back, I think what happened is that they were given a test run and pressed us with one episode, so they had limited funding. So it's very cheesy. Really? <laughs> the first episode back is very cheesy, but immediately from the second episode on, they seem to have gotten much more funding. Ah. Much more funding. Pilot episode, always <laughs> bad. Exactly. The pilot episode, it always is like, do I want to watch this? Exactly. If so, you watch Rick and Morty, the pilot episode, it's not even the same show. Sure, but the humor is still there. It's still there, but the characters are just, uh, uh, by definition, underdeveloped. Sure. You know? Well, I highly recommend it to anybody who likes uh, uh, sci-fi, if anybody who likes just, you know... Uh, just anything fantastical. Here's my question to I you. I love it. Is it one-off stories? Like, he, does he just go to different places, or is there an overarching storyline? Both. Every episode, he's going to a different location. He has a spaceship that can go through time and space, and it's a different... Um, it's a phone booth. It is. it is. It's a police box, actually. Not sure. a phone, well, I guess technically that was a phone booth, but it is a, a different story every episode. But yes, the different seasons have overarching um, storylines. I, I will check it out. I like kind of like X Files, where at one point it was just one offs where they would have some scary monster, sure. and then blah, and then towards the end it it became about the government and the cigarette smoking man, and mm. you just lost me. Where do you see Doctor Who? Doctor Who right now you can find it on HBO. On HBO, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Or if you're rich, unlike us, you can go on to you know Amazon or anywhere else and pay for it. And uh, I will tell like you, a crazy person. I, I, I kind of want to see that first episode now. You kind of, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Wet my whistle there. All right, Tyler, this week. I know you would be watching it just pointing at the TV with your whole hand going, what the fuck is this? I can see the <laughs> string, guys. All right, this week, I got a two for real quick. Um, I am reading a book called Super Life by Darren Olean, which is Super Life. Super Life. And it is, I have spent a lot of my life figuring out working out. Working out was always something that just kind of came natural to, naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Then I got into exploring sleep. I realized I wasn't sleeping properly, and then I, I, I got very invested into that, and I now need good sleep. It's no longer an option. It's necessary. And now I believe that I am embarking on the part of my life where I am going to learn nutrition and how to eat properly. I'm getting older, mm. Tyler. Mm. And um, so this book is about a guy who just has had a knack for searching out simple, healthy foods. And spoiler alert, we're all eating like shit, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all eating. Especially me. Really, really bad. Oh, and yeah. And, dude, I'm eating poorly. With all the green smoothies and chicken and rice and all that stuff, it's a lot of it is, you know, bioengineered and covered in chemicals. And then what What helped? What are we supposed to do, Ryan? Sprouts, Tyler. We're all eating sprouts. This guy has a machine that collects water from the air. It makes water from air vapor. Okay. And I want one, Tyler. And he all says right. it's thousands of dollars. I'll do anything. I bet you it better filter out all the human skin that it's collecting. No deal. Here's the thing. Blech. 
What you eat, I'm about to say something that's so obvious, but I don't think that we think about this very often. What you eat literally becomes you. Mm-hmm. It becomes your cells. It becomes the way that your body operates. And I am very interested in throwing my whole obsessive compulsive personality at this thing. Well, sorry, food, yeah. <laughs> but you had it coming. You're fucked. <laughs> Sprouts, bend over and take it because I'm oh, coming God. for you. Um, and what I will say is where I heard from this guy is, speaking of TV shows, he accompanies Zac Efron on that show that he has on Netflix. I did not know Zac Efron had a show. It is actually super interesting. Yeah. I, obviously, I've had my beefs with Zac Efron on the show before. Miss you, buddy. But uh, That one is okay. He is on the show where he just he's kind of done with acting and he's exploring the world and showing you little slices. The one that I saw was in Iceland and this guy accompanies him. They mentioned his book. I got it. And uh, I'm really, really into it. It's dry, but it's uh, it's very interesting. And I'm going to try to do a lot of things in that book. Very nice. Although I will say you said Zac Efron is done with acting, but you saw him on a show on Netflix. And his acting is incredible. <laughs> uh, no, it's a realty. It's a re, not a realty show. It's a reality show. Uh-huh. And he's just being himself and he's just exploring the world. And, and it reminds me a little bit of us in terms of, hey, I got everything that I wanted and it sucked. Mm. And now I got to find something bigger. Nice. Good for him. I, I love people whose story is that. Russell Brand. Uh, Andrew Tate. Howard Hughes. You know, these guys, they're, they're gems. They're uncut gems. So, there's, a lot of, there's a lot to unpack from what you just said. <laughs> a lot. The taters get it, Tyler. <laughs> and finally, I'm also listening for probably the fifth time to Gone Girl, the audiobook. Ah, yes. Most people know Gone Girl from the movie. I don't know if it was good or bad. I've never seen it. But I will tell you this. It is as well written of a mystery book as there is out there. I can not recommend this book. It is a, mm. it is a master class in how to write... A, a, a book, Dan Brown is great at this, where every chapter leaves you at a spike and you're like, I don't know what's real here. Sure. I'm not sure what's happening. And the audiobook, the the woman's side is read by a woman. The man's side is read by a man. They're both incredible and they switch back and forth. Five out of five. Mm. So I completely recommend really, really excellent audiobook. That is Weekly Book Nook. On two books, Tyler. On two books. And a, a show on Netflix, kind of. How about that? And don't forget about Doctor Who. Who? Not doing this again with you. <laughs> we didn't do it the first time. Tyler, GBI me in the face. Um. Let's just jump right into GBI. First, we have our good Ryan, which was, and this is going to be a weird way to you, lead you into a sound effect or our good. Oh. I look forward to the sound effects. I like it. It, it sets my mood. I, I'm glad I know that. Now I, I know how I, to get you all. Uh, I need them. I need them to be live. Right and Randy sure. for the sure. for the segment. Doctor Who? <laughs> and again, for our good, Ryan. The U.S. was actually getting demolished by cold weather over the Christmas break. Bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. And stories left and right have emerged of people simply taking care of other people in terms of just protecting them from the from the weather correct you have the barber in buffalo who turned his shop into a shelter for 50 people to escape the cold or the 10 south korean tourists who were stranded and then invited into the home of a stranger where for two days they just cooked and watched football and the owner the homeowner just said 
I feel like anybody would do it. You're wrong. You're a good person. Take credit. I, uh, yeah, usually those people who would do something like that are the ones who don't want the credit. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'll take it. I did that. <laughs> Never. That's, that's, those are those are genuinely, we, we make jokes on this show. Those are genuinely beautiful things. I wish that I would have the bravery to do that because that could be scary. Doing nice things for people could be scary. Yeah, but 10 people all over my stuff. This reminds me of uh, Lethal Weapon 4, right? When they go into the house and Murtaugh's got that <laughs> Chinese family living and there's, <laughs> sure. a, there's a kid in a drawer. It's, ah, I love that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's great, man. Uh, Jet Li, we miss you. Uh, Jet Li's dead? No, no, he just doesn't really act all that oh, much anymore. No, otherwise oh. I would have done a happy death day oh for him. Oh my goodness, he's got the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Never forget how many good people are out there as the negativity gets turned up. Look at it, you mainstream media. Don't let them convince you away from the fact that there is so much good in the world. Why, why is bad so much easier to sell? Because it triggers those chemicals in us and, and it makes us hate watch. And we, 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 we almost in a certain sense long for those highs that it gives us. It, it reminds me of in that in the Howard Stern movie where he says, you know, the people who love you listen for two hours and the people who hate you listen for three and a half. Mm -hmm. It's just it's a very weird thing that that triggers inside of us. Good job, humanity. On to our bad, Ryan. Let's get it. But I want to die. Why won't you let me die? That is the, the little muffin. Correct. Love that little muffin. <laughs> well, you know how honest, beloved, and true to their word drug manufacturers are, right? Right, Ryan? Are we talking about illicit drugs or the bad ones? No, the, no, the bad ones. The over-the-counter ones? The, 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 the lawful ones. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Those, are, those are the worst kind of drugs. <laughs> I'm obviously just joshing. They're obviously evil incarnate. What's the name? Is it Pfizer that's that big uh, conglomerate of, Correct. of evil? Correct. Sure. I'm fu it's funny that you brought that up, Ryan. Yeah. Well, a handful of drug companies are planning to raise the prices of more than 350 unique drugs. Now, one company, Bristol Myers Squibb, it sounds like a Pokemon is increasing a blood cancer treatment drug by 9%, a drug which already costs $400,000, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's a four with five zeros after it and one comma. And, and for, wait a minute, wait a minute. For, for a single pill? For a treatment. Yeah, it's a blood cancer treatment, $400,000. Just kill me, bro. <laughs> like, like that muffin. That's Just perfect. let me... Yeah, just kill me. What? It's your only option. Now, here is my thing, okay? And I know that you don't know the answer to this. I'm just throwing it out. It's like insulin. How much does it cost to make that pill? What is the markup on that $450,000 pill? Now, that's a good question, and I am unable to answer it. It's ugly, man. I think the argument can be made that, hey, we don't know how much goes into researching these drugs and making these drugs and, you know, I mean, not a great thing, but advertising these drugs. Fun fact, Ryan. Pfizer, one of the companies uh, we're discussing, the one that you had mentioned, taking everything I had just said into account about trying to understand, in 2021, Pfizer had a revenue of just over $81 billion, which is more than double the previous year. And they're currently on track to break $100 billion this year. We are a medicated society. And in that book, Super Life, that I'm talking about, they discuss how the powers that be all benefit by you taking medicine. And 
all of these med not all of these medicines, but a very large portion of these medicines are all trying to reconfigure something that you can find in nature. So in other words, for you to eat poorly and, and your body to, you know, corrupt because of it, they now benefit from you being stuck on this medicine. It's a lot harder to rise up and fight the power, as it were, when we're all overweight, depressed as shit, and don't want to leave our homes. I would like to reclaim my freedom, but have you seen TikTok, Tyler? <laughs> it is incredible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so for people who are taking any of these 350 uh, prescription drugs, um, I guess Pfizer and all these other companies are just putting double middle fingers in your face. So good luck with that. Martin Scarelli, we miss you. How could he be worse, right? <laughs> I mean, he he was just the tip of the spear, seemingly. Yeah, he just had such a punchable face that that he really, but he really was a representation for all of it. I like that he's cool with Wu Tang, though. Is he? <laughs> no. Is he? Nah, they, they, they hate that he bought his do record. Not care for that man. And now, the, as far as I know, the the FBI have it. Really? Yeah, he got raided, and now that's in the FBI's possession. We can review some freaking guy in a black suit and shades is just banging out in a, in a padded room somewhere. Is, is he the patient, or are they playing it for the patients in a padded I, I, room? I, and I said banging out. I have no fucking clue what just happened. On to our interesting Ryan. Ryan. What was that? You don't recognize that? Even through the static? Oh, is that the baby? Where? Oh, my That's goodness. Right. The digital baby from Miss Titty. I miss you. Ryan, who is David Miscavige? He or Miscavige, however you say it. The little blonde demon <laughs> that took over for L. Ron Hubbard at the helm of um, Scientology. That is correct. His wife disappeared very mysteriously two decades ago, and... Uh, He's a bastard. He's, he is. He really is. One of my least faves on this planet. Well, I was actually going to ask if you got a chance to ask him a question, what would it be? Where right? is your wife? <laughs> Shelly no, Miskovich has gone missing, as you said, decades ago, and nobody knows where she went. I would ask. I mean, I wouldn't get a real answer. I, I don't think that that guy even, uh, you know, of course, I'm, I'm diagnosing this guy from the other side of a TV screen, but I can't imagine that guy knows himself very well. Hmm. Well, as I said, wanting to ask him a question, that's too bad, Ryan, oh. because David is missing. He gone. Uh, um, okay. Give me more details. 27 times in four months, process servers have tried to serve Mr. Miskovich papers relating to three people who have left the church and are now suing it due to them being trafficked into the church sure. as children and forced to work for little to no pay. Have you seen the documentary Going Clear? I have not. Uh, I, I'm sure that's on HBO Max. Highly recommend. Mm. Really, I, I am enraptured with Scientology. I think that it is so interesting. I don't know why. I, I how, how people can be, I don't want to say deluded because this is some people's religion. I mean, you could make fun of my religion very easily mm -hmm. as being magical and fantastic. But these people are like entered into worlds of servitude. That's exactly right. They'll yeah. take your children. They yep. will take your your bank accounts. They will take your very lives 
because you have to give it up to the church. Sure. Now, we'll eventually start doing that, but for right now, we get to judge the shit out of Scientology. Well, the only way to climb that chain is by taking down people above <laughs> you. So, David Miscavige, <laughs> stay gone if you know what's good for you. So, yeah, I've even seen photos uh, online of process servers. They literally had to leave the papers on the ground in front of the building because the security guards are trained to just not take it. Just no matter what happens, never take anything from him. They tried, <laughs> he doesn't like being handed things. <laughs> they try to uh, serve him at his house, but he has no formal address. The address is just the Church of Scientology. Sure. So there really is nowhere to go. A lot of real estate. A lot. And yeah. I don't know if anybody's on this. I don't know if anybody's paying attention to this, but is it too late to say maybe we should be looking into these people? Do you think that he disappeared himself? It sounds like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, when yeah, you said yeah, disappeared, yeah. I thought you meant like his wife. He, no. he, he got gone. Yeah, yeah, he disappeared, but uh, it seems like with his own, under his own uh, power. Sure, yeah. because he's an evil man who's about to be tried for his evil things, and he uh, he votes no. Power is a son of a bitch, man. It really is, and when you have literal rooms filled with lawyers who are paid specifically to protect you and your thing, it's hard to get anything done. And I, you know, I'm as as we're sitting here talking, I'm I'm hitting the ball back and forth in my mind about the difference between this and other people's religion. And I wonder if this is a fair point. This religion was, I think I'm safe to say, made up mm -hmm. by a science fiction writer who had written multitudes of things. Have you ever listened to the L. Ron Hubbard four-piece uh, last podcast on the left? I have. Uh, really, really interesting, really interesting and wild. And so is it fair for me to criticize somebody's religion if I say this was made up? I mean, you could say that about my religion too. Uh, are they, is that apples to apples is what I'm asking. Yeah, I think simply through the veil of time and all the time that has passed sure. since Christianity or Judaism or any of these religions started, it's easy to get caught up in the details. Well, you don't know you weren't there thousands of years ago. Whereas with this one, it was like, bro, this was like a few decades ago. He had bad teeth. <laughs> Like, really I'm poorly groomed. This is your guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's always a bad sign when they like create tablets or whatever it is, and they're like, oh no, but you can't see them. Sure. There's all the rules, but I know what they are. You can't see your them. Your head will explode. That's right. Didn't he write a book, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, before that called like Excelsior or something like that? And it was like that uh, that Jack Black song where it was so good that if you read it, you would die. <laughs> He, we he, can, he, we he can couldn't review. show it to people because it was that good. Mm. I, I would read it. Where do you get a copy of that? Uh, the cemetery, Tyler. Oh, yeah. good. Good yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I can I, only read it once, but I'll do it for the audience. <laughs> I couldn't remember the word cemetery. Yeah, not a good dude. Happy he's gone. That position will be filled with an equally bad dude. Uh, my guess is, and this is obviously a total guess, he's still directing things from the shadows, which, I mean, the shadows could just be the, the fourth floor uh, window of the, the building that the feds are at. They just can't get inside. The building down in Miami, I mean, in prime oh. Miami real estate, it's got to be 10 stories tall. Is It's an edifice. It's yep. a beautiful building. Devote again. I don't want to criticize the actual religion itself because that's not my place. But it's a building, you know, set aside for these things that have some real shady, underhanded things going on. But I, you know, same could be said for the Catholic Church. Absolutely. Oh well, you could definitely say it about the Catholic Church. But much like the Catholic Church, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Their priests—they seem to be a, a pedophile mill, just churning these old men out. However, that doesn't mean that Catholics 
are bad. I mean, of course not. So it's the same thing with science. Sci- it's the same thing with Scientology. Sure. Their practices that the organization itself gets up to are evil as shit. That doesn't mean that everybody that believes Scientology you, is your is regular bad. boots on the ground Scientologist is just a regular person. Who, Except who believes kooky shit, who Ryan? Believes in Zoltar. <laughs> Sorry, Scientologist. Yeah, uh, and that Ryan is GBI. That certainly is, Tyler. Great job. That's Scientology. You'll get me every time with that, man. I'm, I'm just so interested in the way that people can be programmed by all types of religions and all sorts of things that we've dreamed up to keep you in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten a little away from, from what the teachings were actually meant to be about. I feel like maybe they've been perverted over the years. In terms of what? Uh, just in terms of look at how we wound up. I'll go to Christianity because that's the one that I'm most familiar with, but look at how so many people can use Christianity just to focus on hating gay people. And it's like, that's not really what Jesus was talking about. Actually the opposite of, of what Jesus was talking about, which was love and understanding and compassion. Haven't you ever heard of Adam and Steve? (laughs) That that is very weird. Uh, Again, we'll go into a whole thing, but where you can, I guess that's the way that these things work. You can run them through your own prism and just, you know, if you feel hate, hey, because God told me to, and you and I read it in a very different way. And now because of technology and just the access to other people's thoughts, you can now connect with like-minded, hateful people and now have those beliefs reinforced on a minute-to-minute basis. Well, you can put it out there anonymously. You and I have talked about the Toy Box Killer Mm -hmm. who would have these parties where people would come over and he would like torture women in front of them and all sorts of terrible things. And you and I discussed... How do you meet? How do you bring this up? You know what I mean? Like, how do you, hey, by the way, do you want to see, uh, you know, this lady turned into a coffee table? Hey, look, I know you've been sitting out front of your house for the last 30 years looking for something to do. Boy, have I found it. Guess what? But now you can put that stuff out there anonymously and people can, without putting their face to it, can can get behind you. And like you said, you enter an echo chamber of hate, an echo chamber of mm-hmm. just really terrible things. So mm-hmm. we got to come together and we got to fight. Come together and fight? We got to come together. We got to fight. Not necessarily in that order. All right, Tyler. I, I, we're done. We are finished. Great we job. Are, we are all week, finished buddy. up. Yep. We're all, we're all rung out. So uh, tell the people how to, you know, ringy dingy us. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com and click on everything. I got and, nothing, uh, Tyler. Click the, click the subscriptions and, and we need your support. We need your, your, uh, your registration to our organization. We're trying to start a cult of happiness. Yeah. We're trying to start a cult of support, which like all cults still gets to your bank account. For sure. Just don't look at the fine print because right. what Ryan is talking about is our happiness yes. and our stuff. We, so. we will still own you in the, in the afterlife. <laughs> your soul now belongs to us, Tyler. Great job. What is the moral of the story? Ryan, the moral of the story is we should all just take a step back and observe and analyze our absolutes in our life. It is so easy to get caught up in these things that I absolutely know to be true. And those are so often the most difficult ones to to look at. Like we know that they're true, much like with religion. This religion is true. There's no chance. There's no chance that I could be wrong. This, This belief that I have of this other person, no chance I could be wrong. That person's clearly an asshole. It's really important to, and obviously those are two arbitrary examples, I just mean that it is important to take a step back from these absolutes that we have in our life and just open the door, even a smidgen, even a crack, and ask and and give ourselves the 
uh, freedom to acknowledge, hey, what if I'm wrong? Sure. What if I'm mistaken? Whatever the belief is, whether it be religion in a person or this thing that I have in my life. And uh, if we can do that, it is so, damn, is it freeing? I will tell you, um, me letting go of my absolute need to defend myself and to be right about everything is I believe a huge turning point in my uh, life and maturity and adulthood where I have accepted that I am very often wrong and damn, does that make my life better? It sounds weird, but it's totally true. Because it's a pressure that you don't need to walk around with anymore. If I'm wrong, so what? That's cool. That's okay. I mean, again, this will get us into a whole a whole deal, but has society programmed that in us or is that a human thing where I see people fight viciously over the smallest mm-hmm. faux pas or, you know, if somebody says, hey, do me a favor, don't do that. I now have to explain to you why it happened, why it should be happening and how you're wrong. Where, where did that come from? Well, I think the behavior is inherent in all of us because we just don't want to be wrong. That's sure. that's just with if you believe in that whole evolution thing. Back in the day, being wrong meant you died. Yeah. If that person is wrong, that's, 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 oh, that's, hey, look, there's a bush over there, but it's not a dangerous predator. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to wade into it. <laughs> Those people died quickly. Now, that's very interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so now- We're still treating it that way. It, to a, Yes, yes. But it is. I will also acknowledge that while it is an inherent uh, mechanism in our body, it is being used uh, by news outlets and all- at, Going back to the conversation we were having before, people are hate watching this stuff and they are using that mechanism amongst many others uh, to their benefit. And this is also a little bit like how you and I talk about going to the gym or going to the grocery store can, you know, initiate fight or flight in you in Mm. in a social situation. I think maybe this is some of what you're describing, where this is so deeply packed in our DNA that just somebody telling you that you're wrong about something arbitrary, you have to protect yourself. I don't want to die. Sure. And that, Ryan, wait, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? We'll definitely fix that. Nobody will ever hear <laughs> your brain rebooting. Um, this, we, oh, wait, hold on. We're losing altitude. Jeez. In all fairness, we were inches off the ground. <laughs> I was scraping my knuckles. This week, my moral of the story is it's okay to be selfish. Mm. It's okay to be selfish. Give yourself a little bit of room. Give yourself a little bit of understanding and work with that person to slowly become the person that you want to be. I don't want to be selfish. And right now I suffer from more of that than I want to. And I am going to treat that person with love and I'm going to treat that person with compassion. And hopefully over time, my behavior changes. Well said. And I will just say that selfish or or your definition of it, of not selfish, is not a destination. It's always this ongoing thing that we're doing throughout our lives. And we're going to have selfish moments. But as long as we're working towards becoming less selfish over time, that's the heading that we should all be on. I love it, man. That's great advice. Like always, we are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. It's mine. <laughs> Red circle. So here is Ladelio, as the kids are saying. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They're all saying it. I've heard it. Like constantly. I'm uh, enough with the Ladilio. You know what I mean? Um, sounds like an exchange student. <laughs> Go upstairs and get Ladilio. We're having dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is your dealio, Ladilio? <laughs> ah, good night, everybody. Off to a good start. Ah, We're off to a ah, hot start. I like that we've created Ladilio. Yeah, that's, that's fun. Um, so. He and Edward, Edward the N-word should meet. Oh, man, that, that came out of your tongue just with, fluidly. With editing, it's going to be perfect. We got this. Yeah. Here is Ladilio. When you can make that shift in your mind from your anxiety and or fear, what's the connection between anxiety and fear? Or is that just like, like fear on layaway? Like what is anxiety and fear's relationship? I, I think if you're talking about it in the moment, it's the same thing. The anxiety is the physical reaction you're having in your body to the whatever is the fear. Okay, that's a, that's a good way to put it. When you can make that transition to, I'm excited. This is very similar to how I feel when something great is happening. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that I'm filtering this information it changes the, your outlook on the world. It, I have lived in a very, you probably don't know this about me because I, I keep it hidden very well, a very fearful place, Tyler. What? Yeah, I know. Is it this house? I'm not as strong as I look on the outside, Tyler. But but the muscles. No, no. The muscles. My inner walls And your are, piercing gaze. Yes. Like, as if you know and see all. Like a doll's eyes. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, my, my my inner walls are thin and, and um, you know, uh, flesh-like, you know? I was just like you. You don't say. <laughs> flesh-like, you say. No, and, and so um, now, because I have such deep habits of this, I found myself careening wildly, as I like to do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I felt moments of, and I have been feeling moments of, even if this thing that I'm afraid of, which is just so in the moment and just flies by, there's a million things that I'm afraid of. And as soon as this one, I I, I forget about this one. I'm thinking about this one. It's all subconscious. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, even if this thing happens that I'm afraid of, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Like like my life is pretty good. I you know whatever the deal is, and I've seen some real success with it. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I. I uh, and again, all, and then I'll be having these great feelings where I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm excited. And then all of a sudden my brain is like, you're not excited. You're still afraid. <laughs> and uh, and I love that. Guy. Well, it's like Schrodinger's, uh, you know, emotion. <laughs> Courage. Yeah, it's Schrodinger's emotion where it's yeah. like, I am terrified, but I'm also excited. But don't forget, also terrified. Really? No, more, more terrified than excited, but I'm going to pretend. Yeah, yeah. But we're just, we're adding to that seesaw to go to eventually flip the other side. And that's the thing. The fact that in the middle of this, and I hate saying terror because I feel like people out there who, maybe there are people out there who don't have this problem. Maybe there are people who do oh, have this they problem. Definitely, there definitely are. I don't believe it. Everybody's <laughs> fucked up and I won't hear otherwise in some way, but, or maybe they have this problem and they don't. Uh, recognize how it affects them Mm -hmm. or it affects them differently or whatever. I think people hear this and they're like, you're terrified of going to the grocery store. What are you talking about? Yes, yes, I'm terrified of the grocery store. What if that lady judges me for not picking up my gallon of milk right? You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, he's one of those. Look at this, uh, you know, word that begins with P that rhymes with wussy. Poontang, Tyler. It's Poontang. I don't think that's accurate. I, I, don't, I don't know my own bits, Tyler. But but I will say this. The fact that even in the middle of that, uh, unfortunately, terror, the fact that I can still even be having these thoughts is huge progress. Mm. It used to be none of those thoughts. And it was just fight or flight. Ah! 
Yeah. And it always flight. Sure. It was always flight, Tyler. Yeah. 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 Well, not always. White flight. Not always. You know, way used to pick on me back in the day. There wasn't much flight there. It was primarily so, fight. Some people are gay, Tyler. <laughs> Well, that's your fault. They took that away. They took that away from us right in its prime. What's that? Just being able to throw gay around and the F word like it was no thing. It was well, ba- well, the F word the F word is hateful. It's it's it has a I s- didn't mean it like yeah. that. You're just being lame. <laughs> Stop being so gay. I won't even say I won't even say the F word anymore. It, yeah, it's, I, it carries it feels, some weight to it. It feels weird. We've yeah. transitioned it to the N word. Now we can say the N-word and we can't say the F-word. Uh, it's definitely not true. Dude, I hear people throwing the N-word around like it ain't no thing. Is there a soft but a chicken? Wa- wait, but a chicken wang on a string, Tyler. I'm sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> Was there a soft A at the end of it? They're Ch- not throwing chicken around. Wang? The, they're not. Wanga. <laughs> they're not throwing around a, a, a hard no, R, no, are no, they? No, 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 I was no. going to say, where no, are you going? No, no. I, Jeez. I, I hang out in a place with a lot of pointy hats, Tyler. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's hitting you with the hard R. I don't think that's in vogue. Do I look like a person who's getting hit with either, my friend? Tyler, or, excuse me, Tyler. My son and I discussed uh, starting a podcast calling it the hard R's. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, we talked about it in the past. Have I think we? it's a Yeah, you mentioned that when you guys first talked about it. This has been years. I am in such reruns, it's sad. I can't even remember my own reruns. <laughs> well, I don't think the audience has ever heard this, so yeah, that's okay. Fuck em. I, I think eventually the crowd would come for you. <laughs> eventually. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. All right, Tyler. I have um something that we do all the time that I just want to turn into a segment. Mm-hmm. So I got a little bit of music for it. Are you ready to play? Ryan won't shut up about. I love the sound of this. Here we go. Wait. Here we go. <laughs> okay, I've heard this music already. What? You've played this before. I don't think that's right. Tyler, now, speaking of things that we've spoken about before, did we ever actually look up this study that we reference all the time about that it will take somebody longer to move their car if they know that you're waiting on it. I know I've referenced that a million times. Have we ever week in reviewed that? Not that I know of. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where if you are gonna be backing out of a parking space and you see somebody waiting for you, uh, most people will actually take their longer because it'll infuriate the other person. There's a part of your brain that's like, look at this asshole like putting pressure on me when he's just doing nothing but just being a regular human. We're, We're accepting here, we're loving. I, I love all of you, but the people who do that, you're bad people. I, or at I, least you exhibit the behavior of a bad sure. person. You're not a bad person. You're just a dick. Well, uh, you in, are a bad person, but it's for that other thing. You know what you did. And you and I are of the ilk where we go out of our way to, we'll rush. Like, I'll inconvenience myself for a stranger. For sure. Not for people I know, which is weird. Mm. So, it's called I think it the Ryan treatment. We're going to, don't ever <laughs> get close to me. I'm speaking to myself. Now, Aww. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I just now don't say that out loud. I don't care for the guy. He's just not my particular Back taste. To your segment. <laughs> Jeez, Ryan just won't shut up about hating himself. <laughs> no, I, 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 am getting closer to myself, Tyler. Good, in a Good. non-masturbatory type of way. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah but wonderful. also that. Now, wonderful. I would like to add something to this study that I may have made up. Okay. I also believe now. Now this is subconscious. I think very rarely people are like, "Screw this guy! I'm going to make him wait longer." It's something that happens in the back of your mind. Now, it's like people and you're not letting you into merge lanes. Why are you fighting or letting me out of my merge lane? Sure. Why are you fighting me on this? I I have to do what the road says. <laughs> are you going to make me go to a different exit? Because I really want to get off here. And 
And, and which is so weird, especially in that scenario where it could be somebody who just merged. Yeah. You were me. <laughs> and now you're fighting you. I don't get it. So I think also another thing that I have mentioned many times on this show that I think people are more likely to move in between you in the mirror at the gym. I think subconsciously. I don't think people are like, hey, screw this guy. I'm gonna, I don't want him to look at himself. I think people do that all the time. And I, I won't go into it now, but I've come up with a, a scientific experiment that could prove it. I really believe it. Mm. I would love to hear about the scientific experiment, but I'm sure we could get to It'll it be later. A little dry. It'd be no a little problem. dry for the radio, but no I, I really have described it to Lenny mm. and he thinks I'm a fool. So you mean with that or just in general? Uh, just in general. Oh, but okay. And, and I, I respect his opinion, but I would like to point out here, Lenny, if you're listening, fuck you, man. Okay. So so I, I wonder if that's just a Miami thing. I wonder if that's even true. Uh, what's I, your take on that? I wonder if it's a city thing. Like the bigger the city, the more congestion, the more frustrated people are on the road, the more willing they are to give in to that frustration. Uh, the more likely you are to be worn down by just people inconveniencing yeah. you all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, well said. thank you, buddy. So, uh, and that is the brand new segment. Ryan won't shut up about. <laughs> so the segment is called Ryan won't shut up about. It's just not a segment that you won't shut up about. Kind of like a tribute. By I love this <laughs> segment, Tyler, and I will tell anybody about it. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, we can't do a segment say, on the segment. We're doing it again? That's new music. Have you heard that? I have heard that. You've played that before. I don't think that's right. All right. Okay, Tyler. And finally, I... The hell was that? Uh, somebody closing their door very loudly. It's a very rude robber upstairs, yeah, Tyler. If you're going to yeah. take my shit, do it without distracting us. And if you're going to murder the neighbors, don't interrupt. Please. I, and I'm, I'm going to get into this a little bit more further on in the show, mm -hmm. but... I recently went to the zoo down here, Tyler. I went to Zoo Miami. I love a good zoo visit. I love a good zoo visit. And also love we it. got, the only thing that can really stop you from having a good time at that at that zoo is weather. It it, it could be hot as hell. Or a tiger getting out. I was going to say, sure. or one of the animals getting out that would be feasting kinda on you. Kick ass. A little, a little bit of uh, Pamplona here in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be glad you're not in charge of the zoo. I'm running with the Jaguars. <laughs> I can only do it once, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like a dick push-up. So the deal is very nice. Um, the weather permitted us to have a great time. It was right in between being cool and being hot. But I also witnessed the most American thing in the world. I, I'm, I'm chuckling just thinking of it. American, specifically American. You tell me. Okay. I, I specifically, I think specifically American. Okay. Very quickly, what's your favorite part of the zoo? What is your favorite animal? Like, what, which one do you find to be most captivating? Oh, uh, man, I, I guess, I think I would give you a different answer depending on the, when you ask me. But right now, the first thing that comes to mind are the otters. Watching them swim around in the water and then jump up on and play around. Fucking awesome, That's man. my number two. The river otters are like hairy missiles, bro. They are. They, they are, are so sleek, and they are... Adorable? Just, they're little sea puppies. Yeah. They're incredible. And those those river otters, though, will eviscerate you. They, oh, yeah. They yeah. will hurt you. Yeah. And then you got the sea otters that are the little tiny ones. I like those more just because they're cuter, and they won't hurt me. And they look like you could take them in a fight. The bigger yeah. otters are like no, three quarters of no. my size. These things could be slippers for me in no time flat. <laughs> that thing is going to crawl inside me. That big thing looks scrappy. Sure. <laughs> it's like a tapeworm that's evolved. So, um, 
And my favorite is the monkeys. It just really any sure. type of. Mo- I just like anything sure. that looks like they're having a good time. Yeah. And, and and I wonder if it calls to your personality. I'm active. I like to have a good time. I wonder. Anyway, nonetheless, I digress. All those tires everywhere. They look like they're having a they blast. They were very tired. I noticed that as well. Puns. Mm-hmm. The epitome of humor, Tyler. Mm-hmm. So I went to the gorilla cages. Gorillas. They're just like us, Tyler. They poop. They scratch their their faces. They uh, you know. I think that's it. I think that's all. I think that's the... That pretty much sums up humanity. That's the litany of what they can do. Mm-hmm. They were sitting there. I was there. It's a, you know, no school. Bunch of kids there. The kid... There's two gorillas within reasonable proximity of each other just sitting. All the kids started chanting, fight, 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 oh my fight, God. fight. And I just oh my thought, God. the home of the brave, Tyler. The home of the brave. That... that Shit, you got me. Yeah, Am- I, amber is, waves of grain. I'm trying. I don't know what that means, but I'm trying to think of uh, like something else where I could, maybe like Australian. They seem kind of, as I use this word already, scrappy. Shut up, Didgeridoo! Throw the c word in a few uh, times. Uh, Didgeridoo, don't do that. <laughs> I can't tell if you like that one or not. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's our future. Um, oh, it's a, it's a small, tiny little portion of our future. It's not all of our future. Cross section, Tyler. That's all of them. I would rather uh, look forward to the gorillas being in charge. <laughs> That'd be adorable. <laughs> Have you never seen the cautionary tale, Planet of the Apes? <laughs> Let's do the show. James Franco, we miss you. <laughs> what? What? He was in some good stuff. And he also got me too super hard. Are you going to do the Kim Il-jong thing with me again, Tyler? He got me too What so, are you missing for? Okay, so we all hate James Franco now. I, who said you had to hate him? Because he made some inappropriate Just because you don't hate him doesn't mean you got to miss women. him. It's ridiculous. I don't know what you just did right there, which is actually true. He did get... Was it underage? I, that I, makes it harder to miss him. I'll I, admit, I think so. I think I'll admit, so. but you know what? Even though he did a bad thing, and caveat... Don't do that. People out there, don't do that. Oh, thank God you said that. Sure, sure. Didgeridoo, don't do that. Uh, You saved it. I think that we can still have love for James Franco and hope he he curtails that behavior. And uh, You know what? It's got to be tough being famous and just... uh, I think it's easy to to devolve into porn addiction and following your sexual impulses without that. Could you imagine with that? I can. I, I would have. I since I know this side of it, I like to think of that, which is all of these vices you already have, but you don't have to actually work for them or fight for them. They're just Jared, given to you. Jared Leto. Sure. Right? Right? Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Jared from Subway, which is kind hey, of the excuse same me, thing. Jay Leno. <laughs> Jay Leno. Oh yeah. What happened with Jay Leno? He put his chin in the lady. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Jared Leto. Jesus, he, dude. What did he do? I don't know. He died thinking, let everybody think he was dead and then came back three days later. Check out these nails! <laughs> Let's, Tyler, can, yeah. we, can we do the show? What's happening? We probably shouldn't. Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, Jesus. We miss you. <laughs> Red circle, <laughs> goddammit! Oh, sorry. Damn it! Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it indeed.